Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode 103 of At the Coffee Table Podcast. I am Jason Clink with my co-host Bob Kahn. Bob, how are you today? I am good. I am good. I'm excited about our discussion today. Yeah, this is going to be pretty cool. So today we're talking about technology, friend or foe. And, you know, we'd love to get everybody's comments as we talk about this. And and the reason we started going down this rabbit hole is because I went down another rabbit hole of, of learning about this whole AI thing and that chat GPT. And, um, you know, I started thinking about it and I brought it to Bob about how much technology has changed over, you know, three or four decades. Um, and, you know, how we've come from wall phones and the original PCs to streaming services and smartphones and you can pretty much do anything on on one of these um so we we decided to dive into this and um bob let me ask you this what is your most most uh earliest memory of of something technology related okay um probably the Filco television that we got, I think, in 1952. The screen was, there's something wrong with the video on my side. The screen was about the size of an iPad on its side. And the cabinet was it was like, uh, I don't, it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> Four feet tall and two, two and a half, three feet wide. You know, it was a piece of furniture. That was the first thing. And, and, and it's funny you bring it up because, you know, I was just telling you I'm doing my life thoughts. Plug, plug, plug. Plug, um, plug. <laughs> but um, I just wrote something that's interesting uh, about um, in the 1950s and 60s, if we wanted to listen to music away from home, we had battery-powered portable radios, kind of like the iTunes of the day or or a yeah, you know, what the phone has now. I thought that was interesting. Anyway. Yeah, you know. What was your earliest? <laughs> so I think back, and I was thinking about this. I think back to, like, my grandfather had one of the old, like, click, click, click typewriters. You know, metal, solid metal typewriters. And then I can remember one Christmas we ended up getting me and, and my brothers with my parents bought a Commodore 64 PC, which, cool. yeah, it, it, I mean, it was at the time it was the coolest thing. Cause you could type in, put in a code and it would like make a picture. And that was about the extent of it, you know, or it would make a sound. You could make you type in a code and it would make a sound. Um, and part of my, my daily real talk the other day, I talked about how being a kid of the eighties was kind of cool. Growing up in the 80s was kind of cool because we're coming out of, uh, you know, coming out of the 60s and 70s. And, the, you know, I and I'm dating myself, but you go into the 80s and now the technology starts starts evolving and, and you get more TV stations and you get, you know, Commodore 64s yeah. and the Atari generation where we're all us kids were were hyped up about Atari and Pong. You know, Pong was the greatest video game ever. And all it was was bloop, bloop. Bloop, you know, but it, it would keep you busy for hours. Mr. Atari, if that was his name, made a fortune on that. I, every bar, because I was living in L.A. when it first came out, <laughs> every single bar had them, and they were gorgeous. It was a beautiful 
on white on black screen. There wasn't any color. Right. The cabin was gorgeous. It was yep. actual wood. It was kind of like they, they took the frame of a pinball machine and made it into this table. You could put your drink on there and play pong all day. I think it was a quarter. You know, it, it, it's it's funny. People think of technology today like it's something new. The technology itself is new. That's not what I mean. Right. But there's been technology since the dawn of the time. The first time an, uh, an ape-like creature picked up a stick or, or, <laughs> or a branch and started banging on the ground, kind of like in the beginning of uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. That was the start of technology. Yeah. It, since I've been alive, so I was born in 1947, or was it 1847? I get them confused. I don't know how many horses were around then. No, 1947, there's been, technology has grown at an unbelievable pace. You know, here's an example. If you bought a brand new computer today, I don't care what it was, but a brand new computer, it's already obsolete compared oh, to yeah. what building already. Yep. And um, I don't know if that's good because as the title says, good or good or you know, friend or foe. Um, if it's controlled like AI, I mean, if AI is controlled, it's a tool. But if they give machines the ability to think and grow and think and grow, what was science fiction could very easily become science fact. Oh, for sure. I think you know? I, I saw the uh, read something the other day, and it was funny. You were talking about how like a stick started, you know, technology. And uh, two things I thought about the so when I was doing my college courses, I was had to take Western Civ, and they they talked about how like fire, the, the, just being able to to make a fire really started technology off and running. And then you think about the Industrial Revolution, and how mm -hmm. things just took off at a rapid pace. Um, with the industrial revolution because of the introduction of technology of machinery of automation of making things faster um and you know that's that's only the what the beginning of of the 20th century when when that started now we're in the 21st century and look how far things have come yeah i, I think in uh, napoleon hills think and grow rich i'm not sure don't don't hold me to it there was a statement that says no it wasn't it wasn't that. i apologize but it was in the late 1800s when a, uh, somebody is quoted as saying, what's the point of going on? Anything that's ever been invented, everything that could be invented has been invented, invented already. Right. And I, I remember reading that and going, what was wrong with this person? Every <laughs> single day, something new is made, yep. you know, and, and, and it's just first it's made, maybe like a TV was big box small oh, yeah. screen. Yep. So now yeah, we have TV on our, our computers yep. or our cell phones. Um, and the problem is I think sometimes we humans take it for granted. Um, and too often in the case, we were talking about this yesterday, um, technology that say started out created by NASA, for instance, becomes a weapon. Yeah, um, and that's what scares me the most. I mean, they they they're inventing unbelievable ways to kill each other. 
as if just shooting them in the head or stabbing them wasn't enough. No, I'm poisoning them. Oh, no, we're going to have, what, what is that rail gun thing that shoots a, 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 sterl, a, a piece of a silk, piece of silver or something mm-hmm. metal at the speed of sound or some crazy the speed of light, whatever it is. I doubt wow. the light. And and now you know they're using drones well okay i mean if you want to kill each other using drones but drone on drone as opposed to drone on person yeah it's okay with me. I don't, you know you drone gets blown up so what but if it hurts people that's not good i so tell you what and, and i come from an industry being in public safety where technology from when i started till technology now is just amazing like um you know when i started in the fire service you had fire gear and an air pack and you hope you didn't die now you you and you carried your ass or your your axe right so yeah you carried your ass sometimes too um and then we we graduated to more more um technology advanced air packs we graduated to um thermal imaging cameras you know, thermal imaging cameras came out in oh, that business and, it, yeah. you know, they were almost unaffordable. Now there's probably one in every fire vehicle out there. Um, and, and technology. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, those are that you could actually see through walls, you know, um, which was, I wonder how many lives have been saved because of the infrared camera. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and and even now, like in that industry, like drones, you talk you talked about drones. Drones are used all the time. There's Chula Vista PD launches a drone from their police department communications building for every in progress call, and a lot of times the drone gets there before the police cars get there. I mean, just absolutely amazing. Are they armed? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Good. Um, Good. I, but, I I think that. Um, we know how good it can be. The technology helps a lot. Yeah, I, I still laugh every time I'm standing in front of the microwave going, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up. Do you know how many times you know, I've yelled at this because it wasn't doing what yeah, I wanted it to do? It's not fast enough. You know, but I think, you know, it's funny. When we went to school, in elementary school, there was no such thing. There was calculators, not portable, right. but we weren't allowed to use them. When we went in to take the SATs and those kind of tests, there were you couldn't use a calculator. You had to use your brain. No, how about that? And, and now, as far as I understand it, you could bring this into the class, use the calculator on that. You could take it to the SATs. You yeah. know, how times have changed. And I don't know if it's for the better. I mean, since the invention of the iPhone and all the stuff that's in it, not just the iPhone, cell phone, uh, I can't, you know, I use the, instead of going two plus two equals four, no, I go, okay, two plus two, oh, right, four. You know, it's ridiculous. You know, yeah, all you, the stuff I learned in school, I don't need anymore. No, you can just ask Google or Siri. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You know, I was just having this conversation yesterday with my wife because we went to a parent prep meeting at the middle school for, for uh, one of our daughters who's going to go to high school next year, next school year. And they were they were talking about all the curriculums and everything they need to graduate. And we got done and I, I said to my wife, who is a teacher? I said, I have so many opinions about what I just heard. And I don't think any of them are really anything you want to hear. And she goes, what are you talking about? And I go, 
you can tell politicians put together school curriculums, I said, because they don't take into account that a kid can go on YouTube and learn anything that a teacher is going to teach them in the middle of a, a six hour day. Um, and yeah. it's it just, I'd love to see the educational industry <laughs> evolve with what's, and they try. I mean, the, I mean, the teachers are phenomenal and it's just too bad that politicians kind of hold the purse strings for anything that they need to do. And I'm getting off on the soapbox, but, um, it, it just, if you think about our kids now, you think about the kids now, these kids, they've learned so much on YouTube and online that they can go in and code their own video games. Why, why does taking an English class even matter to them? <laughs> I, I agree. I, it is, you know, my wife is a retired teacher and we would have these discussions. Um, like when um, the Bush administration decided to use no child left behind. Yeah. And, and uh, which was interesting because it failed mightily in Texas when he was the governor. Yep. That's something to think about, but I'm not getting into politics here. Um, and then the state took over, you know, I'm, Ronald Reagan said the scariest words in the English language is I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that could be any more that is. the truth. You know, I mean, we used to, do you remember, I don't maybe in your, your elementary school, they didn't do it, but we would line up. We had 30 kids in a class. Oh my God. With one teacher. How did you learn? Right. Actually worked, right. We would line two rows, two two rows, two lines, excuse me, and we do flashcards, whether it was mathematics, English, whatever. Yep. Flashcards. That's yep. how you learn. Yep. Rote memorization. Now it's got, uh, you know, I don't need to learn this. All I got to do is pick up my phone or my iPad, and I can add anything I want. I don't have to think about it. Yep. You know. It may have worked for Henry Ford when he was accused of having an adult brain, but in court he proved that, you know, because they, they were saying, well, you don't have any technical um, knowledge. Why, you know, why should you be in charge? And he goes, I don't need technical knowledge. He's, I have these buttons on the desk, Your Honor. If I want to know about tires, I press my tire guy. If I want to know about engines, I press my engine. You yep. know, I, I think. A problem could exist that technology is going to cause the brain to shrink because it's not being used. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like, this will be hands in the future. Oh, oh yeah. And you know what's funny <laughs> is that. You need, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is that, um, like, the, 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 you know, my stepdaughters, they. <laughs> they have to be like entertained all the time and we'll get into the car and the youngest, the first thing she'll say, mom, can I have your phone? And, and sometimes we go, no, stare out the window. Like we used to do 30 years ago. And both of them would be like, but it's not 30 years ago. <laughs> so, Nobody made it to People aren't getting stupider, you know? Or, <laughs> yeah. Well, and the thing, yeah, I know. Well, in the car, we weren't allowed. My father wouldn't put the radio on. Use your brain. <laughs> So we played games like 20 questions, I spy, and all these games that they were that were probably invented by people sitting in the covered wagon going, I'm bored as crap. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it's it, it's one of those like, oh, that's the other thing with, with my daughters is like that they got into watching Stranger Things. I don't know if, if you never watched that that series, it's based in the 1980s. So during 
and so the technology was what it was in the 1980s and tube TVs and and one at one point the the kids in the in the show would ride their bikes over to the other kids house just so they could play or get together or could do whatever they do in that that TV show but i would point out to the girls i'm like you see that Back in the day, you had to get on your bike and go knock on the door of the friend you wanted to hang out with. You just couldn't text them. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't go, what's a bicycle? We are, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, you know, it's um, digital has obviously changed the world. I mean, if you're the Beatles, you became rich from the albums from the radio, from the CDs, from the iTunes, you know, not that they needed the money. I'm just, you know, joking here. But um, has technology in the digital age increased mental capacity? Has it created smarter, more intellectually oriented people? Or has it just given us an opportunity to be spiteful and hateful in a large on a large scale yeah you, you know they, they, it's it's scary what technology can be used for and it's thrilling to think of how it can be used you know yeah you know it's i mean don't get me wrong i i'm a huge proponent i love tech i love toys so i love technology um there was a point i think i got a new new smartphone every year for about five years um <laughs> and and i like i go back to the what i said at the beginning is coming through the 80s and, and watching how everything kind of evolved up to the point where it is now and you're right there is there is a fine line to walk between advancing technology and being ethical or moral um you know, I think about like when my my two older kids were going through high school, like they didn't get a cell phone until they were 16 years old and, and saved enough money to help buy it themselves. Mm-hmm. And now cell phones in, in school age kids all the way down to like fifth grade, maybe even fourth grade is a status thing. Like if you don't have a cell phone, you're an outcast. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, having that information and being able to access anything in a second um it has its goods and it has its positives and it has its negatives <laughs> yeah you just reminded me i think i told you this story when we were kids my parents spent a bloody fortune on the encyclopedia britannica and for those of you <laughs> who have no idea what i'm talking about they were thick leather-bound books that had information in them kind of like google only printed. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't know what you don't know what it is, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember sitting around the dinner table or whatever, and going, "Dad, Dad, Mom, blah blah blah," asking a question, and they would go every time. They didn't just ha- all they had to say is, "It's over there." No, remember that bookcase we have? Remember it has all those lovely books in them. Go look it up. Right. Or a dictionary. I'd say, how do you spell? The dictionary is right over there. Yeah. <laughs> now you can hey hey Siri. No, no. <laughs> You'll start asking. Hey Siri, how do you, you know, how do you spell this or how do you spell that? 
I can remember one of the first videos I watched of Gary Vaynerchuk's and he was, he went off on this tangent about embracing technology and how, you know, being on social media, which is part of life and you only can demonize it so far. And, um, he, he said at one point, and I'm just paraphrasing, but you know, he's talking about pounding knowledge into kids in school. He goes, what are you talking about? They go, they can pick up the phone and go, Hey Google and ask a question and get an answer like that. Why do they have to regurgitate information? And you know, it was probably one of the more, um, entertaining things I've, I've seen about, you know, social media and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and it's funny as we sit here and I said, said, Hey Google, my, my, and it just kicked on again, that my Google hub keeps kicking on and, playing what I'm saying so it can go look for information. <laughs> That's why I had to put the phone down because I, I said the magic word and I don't need her. You know, I, I love cursing at her. You're right. Technology. <laughs> yeah. We were dry. It's funny. We were coming back from Chicago last June and we had just gotten to the outskirts of Chicago on what is that? Um, navigation app wet ways ways yep ways okay and do you know who the fraggles are yeah Tim Hanks, fraggles. Yeah. okay you know who red is yeah okay all of a sudden out of nowhere there's castles over there there's dragons over there i'm like what the hell is that <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. awesome technology can be a lot of fun obviously yep um you want to watch a movie we're not that far from getting a streaming service that you could look at every single movie from the world ever made oh all, I they, all they all they need is the um the the space to start i you well know? and it's funny you mentioned that because i i bought a a streaming device um probably four years ago now i believe and the reason i bought it is i wanted to be able to watch more yankees games but we had cut the cord with cable so it didn't have access to the yes network and a buddy of mine who lives lives out west he was selling these streaming devices and i'm like well what's this about and he kind of told me he goes most of it's legal some of it's not but but it's a play up and you can like you can go in there and find any movie ever made including new ones now the new ones the, the the quality is not good because it's usually somebody in a movie theater like recording it with their phone uh, but if you want to go back to 1980 whatever and watch back to the future or um you know it, it may be a movie from five years ago with this the streaming device you can go find it so it's it's not that far off yeah, it, it's it is an amazing age from that standpoint. I mean, you have cars now that drive themselves, yep. trucks that drive themselves. I'm I'm not crazy about the technology yet because you know a little glitch can cause a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's. Do you ever watch the movie iRobot? Yes. Okay. Remember the car, the Audi that uh, Will Smith's driving in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I want that car with those um, bolt tires made out of metal, and they then he could. Now that's AI because he could sit there and look at a map and go to sleep, you know. Yeah. But you know, see, 
Well, it's amazing to me how how advanced technology is. If you think about how Gene Roddenberry could see into the future with Star Trek, what I'm holding in my hand right now is a cell phone. What did they have? They had a tricorder. They had a communication device. They had a flip phone. Yeah. And um, he, what's the, the, the one of the lieutenants who walk around with what looked like a metallic clipboard, but it was a screened item. It's yep. an iPad. Yep. So, you know, it just proves that anything you can think of can become reality. So be careful what you think of. Yeah, you know? 100%. And it's funny because you know? when you were talking about the car there, the first thing I thought, was, again, going back to the 80s, is Knight Rider. Uh, the Knight Rider car was... It was the kit was the coolest thing ever on TV because it could drive itself and talk. And but we're, we're probably not far. We're, realistically, we're there, you know, because cars are doing so much. They're backing themselves up. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it parks for you. I, yeah. I, uh, I guess it's OK if you're drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, I wonder if it sits there. Let's say the space is too small for your car and you're telling it to back up. Does it go? No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I no, said, cannot park no. here. And <laughs> speaking of, of cars and stuff, I mean, now you think about, you know, 30 years ago, if you needed a ride somewhere, you either called someone to get a ride or you held a taxi. And now you go on this little app. And you say, hey, I want to share a ride with you and get in some stranger's car <laughs> and get, get a ride to the airport. Yeah, I, I don't know who's, what's scarier, being in the car with a stranger or the taxi driver or the Uber driver being in the car with you. Yeah. And yeah, they don't exactly. have you know, like the taxis have that bulletproof glass. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's And it's become such a huge thing. Like I've taken a bunch of Uber rides down in New York City and like – those those folks just I, I talked to one uber driver that said that he would take a fare just about anywhere that he's driven from manhattan to cleveland ohio um just to get the fare because it was good money i'm like what <laughs> yeah question is you know did he get a ride somebody to ride back with him <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously um you know truck drivers they don't like they like taking it's the coming back because then it's empty yeah. You know, yep. Yep. Just spending money. You so know, in the um, last in the last segment here, you know, talking about how you know technology's really um, evolved is and how I started going down and brought Bob down the rabbit hole with me of AI and artificial intelligence, um, Internet of Things, uh, VR. Like uh, the kids have a have one of those Oculus VR games upstairs that just blows their mind because, you know, they can do whatever in the virtual world. But, you know, what was Terminator scenes from 20 or 25 plus years ago are reality now. And, you know, you think about it. Everything's data driven these days. I don't care what people believe. Amazon, Google, Apple, um, you know, they're all collecting data that's what they do they collect data and that's how they drive what they do facebook is collecting data instagram you know so to think about how all this data is is coming at such a fast rate and everything's connected and you can go in and you know look at traffic cameras in miami beach or you can 
um, you know, go into this new chat GPT and say, write me a white paper on nuclear fusion. And it spits it out for you based on the information that it finds because of all this data being driven in. It's just like the future is just, it's, it's exhilarating, but it's frightening at the same time. <laughs> it is. It is. If it's controlled, it's okay. But yep. I don't want to leave it up to the government because they no. suck in control. They really, you know, they're 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 supported in a whole unique way that we won't get into. Yeah. But of the the chat, GBT, CBT, I forgot what. GPT. GBT. George Paul Tom. George Paul Tom. Okay. Um, you told me about it yesterday, and I read about it, and I went, eh, but I tried it today. It is freaking amazing. Yeah. It's like Google on steroids on steroids, <laughs> and you don't have to, you, you don't even have to ask the question. You just type in a title, and off to the races it goes. Yeah. Someone that writes video scripts um, to post five days a week. Um, it just blew my mind. It blew my mind. Needs yeah. editing, but you know, it's like, where were you when when I had to write a psychology paper that took me two weeks in the library? Seriously, and, and note after note. I mean, come on, that's just not fair, right? You know, if you could, let's say you're a PhD candidate and your thesis is on, uh, I'll use the, my my senior college senior thesis, which was. Voluntary versus involuntary um, commitment to not to um, mental hospitals. Gotcha. Like I said, it took me two weeks in the library, twenty-four literally twenty-four hours worth of going through the stacks and the research and everything and writing the paper. Today I would go. Here's the title. Off we go. Yeah, there <laughs> it done. Boom. Done in like Twenty minutes. Like yeah. this. You know. It's it's good news, bad news. It's it's now the question here. I just thought of a question, and you ask your wife this question. If let's say they over uh, the uh, Easter vacation, the kids are given an assignment to write a whatever they what do they call those things. Um, I'm going to call it. It's not a thesis, an essay. Well, yeah. On and then they some title. If they do it via chat GBT, is that theirs? Or is that is that a allowable? Is it cheating? Are you stealing somebody else's information? Uh-huh. That's what you're gonna start running into. You, I, I you, think, you think the kids don't know about it and haven't used it? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And the spelling is perfect. Perfect. And I, I, I said this to my wife the other day when I started diving down that rabbit hole of AI. I said, how long before this changes education? I said, these kids can go into this and say, write me a paper on Western Civ or Western Civilization. And it's going to print it all out for them. And it, like you said, they turn that in. Is it their work? Is it taking it from somebody else's work? You know how do they how do they document the resources because it came out of this? You know it's yeah yeah that's I mean that, I mean going into the Britannica Encyclopedia Britannica and doing the research you weren't supposed to take a paragraph and just plug it into your paper you're supposed to paraphrase it what did you learn from it how did yep. that you know all that 
<clears throat> it's going to be tough because a kid could say, so let's say it's uh, five minutes to three on the day before a vacation, Christmas, Easter, whatever. Yep. Okay, uh, your assignment over the holiday is I need, uh, I want you to write a paper on the Civil War. Mm-hmm. As she's saying it, you're typing into your computer because they all have computers in classes now. Yeah, right. Where I live in New Jersey, they give the kids um, um, Macs, MacBooks. Oh, Mac. so they get Chromebooks here. You know, well, what can I say? <laughs> but they're t- they're already they're typing into you know the AI.com and they're writing whatever title. It's done. They go home. And sometime in the middle of the week, they email it because, you know, you don't pin it out anymore. You email it to the teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah now, it, if it, you're smart, you're going to rewrite it in your own words, but most kids aren't going to do that. But but do you have to? Can you just go type me no, out a no. paper on the Civil War, make it five pages, and document the sources? But, Who knows? Who are they, who are they to say? You know, although I hated doing papers over vacations, that's really not what the purpose of it is. Because what are you learning? You learn exactly technology. Yeah, you learn how to use technology. Hopefully, you read the paper. Maybe you learn something from what gets spit out. And in case you know, the teacher might ask you a question. But um, listen, with with that kind of access and that being right there, I mean, it changes a lot of things. It changes. You know, if if you're working a job and you you need to create your your boss says, create me a case study on blah blah blah, or create me a white paper on blah 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 blah, and you just go in there and go, give me a five page, give me a five page case study on the psychology of an apple, whatever it might be, right, um, right. it's there. It, it, it's it's interesting. Um, there's a lot. I, I imagine once government gets a hold of it and realizes what. <laughs> You know, well, you try to put regulations on it. It's illegal. Yep. And again, the smart kids are going to do use the chat. Yep. Then yep. they're going to re- rearrange it in their own words, but they're going to have at the bottom they'll have the the, the bibliography. Yep. You know, um, and the sources. Yep. And um, let's say they have to do a math page, math paper, and they say, okay, I want. This is the this is what it's about, and I want all the sources, and I want you to show how all your calculations. That's not exactly what they meant by show your calculations. Yeah, right. Show us your work. You know, as as a teacher, I uh, as if it wasn't hard enough. The the United States has been purposely dumbing down America for thirty years, and obviously right. you know, you can see the results. So this is. Do you think, here's a question for you, and then they could ask your wife, because I know my wife's answer. Do you think this technology that we've had in the last 30 years, 40 years, has dumbed down, dumbed down students and people because uh, they want technology rather than as a tool, but as it? I know what, well, I know what my wife probably would say. I say that yes and no. Yes, it's it's created a situation where the generation, of like the millennials, Gen Z, and, and younger, um, are very reliant on technology to find answers. 
um, you know, you go into a grocery store and it's tough for them to count out change as a cashier because they're they're relying on the cash register. So if the cash register malfunctions. Now they they got They don't know how to. You know, a lot of times they have difficulty counting out change. So that's the no part. The yes part is these kids are so resourceful and know how to find information if they need to find it or if they need to learn something that they're almost more resourceful than our generations. And it's almost like the matrix when um, uh, maternity goes, I need to learn how to fly or whatever the hell the helicopter was. You know? <laughs> it's, it's instantaneous knowledge whether yeah. they learn it or not. That's a different story. Yeah, but it'll be very interesting. I kind of wish I could live another hundred years just to see the results of the past ten, how history handles it, yeah. and technology. Will we actually? Why we would put people on Mars? I don't know. Other than we are an exploring race. Yeah. Will yeah. we have colonies on Mars? Will we have colonies on the Moon? Will we find other planets? Now, obviously, that's where technology comes in very handy. Right. The, the, these telescopes that they're putting out there, they're actually creating, building a telescope now that will actually be able to find life on these exoplanets, they yeah. think. Yeah. I, you know, that, that's mind-blowing. Yep. It, you know, it, it's, I, you know... Technology got us to the moon. Technology is going to get us out of the solar system. And I'm not going to be able to see it. Yeah. With all the medicines I take every day, who knows? <laughs> you know, listen, it, better living through chemistry, I always say. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Yep. So to kind of wrap this all up, you know, we, we decided to do this episode and we'd love to hear everybody's comments, especially if you're watching it later of how you've seen and how you've experienced technology, how it's grown over your lifetime and where do you think it's going? Um, you know, it's, it's interesting times and the world keeps moving faster and spinning faster and faster and faster. Um, it, it's, it's some pretty amazing what's been accomplished over the last, I don't know, hundred years since the industrial revolution. Um, could we yeah. be on the verge of a digital, I think we've already had the digital revolution. So maybe more of an intellectual one that that's driven by AI, IOT, AR, all of that. Um, but that's, it'll be interesting to see where this all goes over the next it, shoot. It could only be five to 10 years. Well, if they figure out how to communicate, literally communicate with those who are beyond across the Rainbow Bridge, you let me know. Because I'm not <laughs> sure I'm going to be here. <laughs> I will. I mean, well, you know, awesome. they, by the way, I just want to mention, uh, you know, rest in peace to Jeff Beck and uh, David Crosby. David, he did a video just before he died. He was talking with uh, an interviewer. And he said, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live, but I'm going to live my life. It's how you live, not what you do. Yes. You know, that's what I'm, I'm at the point since I have no idea. It could be as soon as we're done Yep. Um, or 25, 30 years from now, but I'm going to live every day as if, my, as, as if it was my last. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I recommend that highly, even if you're 12. Yes. 
You may not appreciate it as much as you're 12 as when you do when you're over, you know, older. Um, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so this was a fun conversation. It was. I, I love it. I love it. So with that, everybody, you know, we appreciate, you know, if you'd like, comment, share with anybody you might feel would get any uh, value of our, our podcast here. Uh, you know, that's the only way we're going to grow this little community. So we're at the Coffee Table Podcast. Uh, feel free to connect with Bob or I on social media, especially Instagram. Um, and and we appreciate uh, everybody that, that supports the podcast and, and watches and listens in. So with that, Bob, I give it to you. As always, be nice to each other. Stay safe. And please, please laugh a lot. There's a lot of funny crap going on out there. Yes, Have sir. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Friday. Outstanding. Everybody take care of yourselves. Take care of each other and have a great day.